Increase me on every side. Increase us, increase us, increase us, increase my finance, increase my marriage, increase my career, increase my health, increase my business, increase oh God, 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 increase oh God. Increase your God, 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 increase your God. Lepranashata valacrosa valate granasas, ora bashata lebrano sefelente. Increase me, O God. 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 O God, increase me. O God, increase me. Libra safalata. Perecoso on the legadisha parata. Le frenament agadu safalate grahasis. Libro soto caribe le mensha catu brataya. Let the vendors caprice on the montalagadises. Increase me, O God. Increase me, O God. Increase me, O God. Increase me, O God. Increase me, Lord.
Give us increase, O oh God. Give us increase, O oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the Lord will increase you on every side. The Lord will increase you on every side. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will increase you on every side. In the name of Jesus. All right. I want to um, just touch on something. I made a promise yesterday. So let me touch on something before we go into prayer. Okay, today, dear, how many of you are still fasting? How many of you are still fasting? I have Mrs. Gillian here. Mrs. Gillian is here with me. Mrs. Gillian, shout hello so that they can hear your voice. Yes, Mr. Gillian is here, live and direct. Somebody is wondering, how do you come to my house? Go and buy gate fee, buy ticket. All right, I'm glad we are still fasting. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. All right. Okay. So um, let's have a little discussion on the prophetic and we zoom into prayer. All right, let's have a little discussion on the prophetic in general. Um, I'm doing this understanding people are receiving impartations, people are receiving revelations, people are receiving outpours. So I'm going to try, let's talk a bit about the prophetic, the gifts of the Spirit. We'll talk about how to actually receive impartation. We'll talk about, and I, are you a teacher? I will talk about how, um, okay. Oh, Ines. I'm going to not to share Ines. Let's, we'll talk about how to stir up the gifts. It's not prophecy, just a question. No. It's not prophecy. All right. All right. So, now, you can't talk about the prophetic without talking about spiritual gifts, okay? You can't talk about prophecy or the prophetic without talking about the spiritual gift and without talking about the person of the Holy Spirit first, okay? Like I mentioned yesterday, 
somebody said what he wants is just to see if you don't speak in tongues you don't understand speaking in tongues and you choose to see the highest you can have is dream if at all you get to see you will get confused or you'll be seven visions you can't control all right grabbing visions you can control the same way you have electricity we have electricity for the dam that get connected to the high tension and every area has what we call transformer and from the transformer uh, you now tap into your your building from your building it goes to the meter and it gets into your house which you get the socket and the switch the lamp holder that is also how these things work okay god is a spirit you you are human being so if you must hear god there must be a transformer that transforms you from being a human being to be able to understand a spirit there must be something to step down the language of spirit and bring it to your human understanding or boost you from human understanding into being a spirit all right so you will not be able to interact so we can't talk about the prophetic without talking about the holy spirit or talking about spiritual gifts first we can't but we are not dealing directly on the holy spirit right now we are dealing directly on spiritual gifts i've done teachings on the holy spirit go through the podcast you will find them listen to them and i'm sure it will bless you okay um let's see okay let's see okay dwell to 28 and 29 dwell chapter 2 28 29 after that we get to first corinthians 12 4 to 11 ephesians 4 11 dwell chapter 2 28 29 so the prophetic we are enjoying today is a promise it's a promise unfortunately once we talk about the prophetic everybody sees church prophet and pastor but i've come to tell you that is not so you're welcome man i've come to tell you that is not so that everybody can prophesy now this scripture proves me right dwell to 28 29 let's read it together and it shall come to pass afterward that i will pour out my spirit upon who all flesh not upon pastor not upon bishop not upon apostle not upon not upon any special person upon all flesh and your sons and your daughter shall prophesy so god said he will pour his spirit out upon all flesh that is the free baptism of the holy spirit but the prophetic is not for everybody understand the difference the outpour of the spirit is not the prophetic you can have the holy spirit and all you can do is to speak in tongues you can have the holy spirit all you can do is to have discernment you can have the holy spirit all you can do is to have inner witness but when it comes to prophesying prophesying is only for sons and daughters and your sons and daughters we prophesy so my question now is whose son are you whose daughter are you 
That is my question. Whose son are you? And whose daughter are you? Okay, somebody says the daughter of God. All right. Being the son or daughter of God does not guarantee you the prophetic. Now we are talking about sonship in the Christendom. Every one of us is a child of God, but God would give you to a man to father you or to a woman to mother you. All right? God will give you a man to father you, what we call spiritual father. So that now determines who impacts you. If, as I am now, my father is a reverend father, I won't prophesy. I'll just wear white clothes, carry cross, and be very calm, and be doing you like this. If my father was a Jehovah witness, Jesus Christ is not your spiritual father. Okay, I think you are new. You have to learn. God is everybody's father. Jesus is everybody's father. But God must put you under somebody for mentorship. Anybody you hear that say Jesus is my spiritual father or Holy Ghost is my spiritual father without, let's say, out, it's two things, ignorance or pride. Okay? Ignorance or pride. You don't know or you know and just choose to be proud. That is how it works. Okay? God would put you, listen, nobody serves God directly. You must serve God under a man. Okay? You must serve God under a man. You must serve God under a church. The church has a man placed on top. So the moment, but well, one of the things happening to our generation is that people come and say, maybe they get offended in church, they've served in church, church hurts them, or they just choose to become arrogant, and you see them say, I don't go to any church. My church is in my heart. My God is in my heart. I can serve God anywhere. That is a symptom of pride and ignoramus. That's not ignorance now. Ignorance is you don't know. Ignoramus is you don't know that you don't know. So your case now is that you don't even know that you don't even know what you are doing. Alright? So that is how the system works. Jesus as a man on earth, God had to put him under John the Baptist, his own cousin. Jesus was supposed to be a father to John the Baptist. But God put him under John the Baptist to be baptized and ordained for ministry. Alright? Paul was put under a man called Agabus. He was the one that baptized and ordained him and brought him to Barnabas for mentorship. Before Paul, Paul overtook them. You can overtake whoever that mentors you. It doesn't matter. But the right thing is that you must be under somebody. Paul had a mentee called Timothy. Of all the people that stayed under Paul, Timothy was more profound. Timothy was more visible and loud because his followership and submission was different. Elijah had two servants, but only one person was visible. No, not two. There were thousands. But only one person was visible, but two were more close. Let me, let me tell you now. If you read 1 Kings 18, Elijah had a servant when he was praying for rain to come down. He told the guy to go and check. Bible didn't mention it was Elisha, so it was not Elisha. He told the guy to go and check. The guy went once, went twice, went fifth, sixth, 
he didn't see nothing. He came back, I saw nothing. At the seventh time, oh, I saw what looked at the hand of man. Elisha said, this guy, if you follow me, I will die in ministry. You are too dull. You are not smart. I can't be with you. And that was how that guy's story ended. And he now cast his mantle upon Elisha. And Elisha became the follower. And Elisha followed where? Received the grace. And Elisha became a pronounced prophet. Elisha had a servant called Gehazi. Because Gehazi could not follow where, Gehazi lost the mantle. Joshua followed Moses and Joshua took over from Moses and became the next prophet. So God, we're going to, I'm going to explain this more when we begin to talk about impartation. So you will serve God, but you must serve God under a church, under a system, under a person. That is how God has made it. He said in the book of Jeremiah, I will give you a pastor after my heart to feed you with the word. So God must give you a leader, give you a pastor, give you a teacher, and that person becomes your, your spiritual father as long as the earth is concerned. Okay? If you are the type who assume that Jesus is my father, the Holy Spirit is my father, what's going to happen to you? Your growth will be taunted, number one. Number two is that you're going to miss out certain spiritual privileges, impartations, and opportunity. I, I call some people spiritual bastard. So you realize you've been in church, but you are not growing. You've realized you've been in church, but you can't operate in some spiritual gifts. You realize you've been in church, certain things are not happening in your life. I have um, sons and daughters who some are admin, some are just followers. Ever in their life, they never thought they would prophesy. They never even, some never even knew what the prophetic was. But today, they can prophesy. Today, they can read Bible with understanding. Why? Somebody that they chose to follow and submit to imparted them. Years ago, I never knew I could pray, I could teach. First day I quoted Bible, I was just talking to my mom. I mentioned my mother shouted. I didn't even quote the full scripture, I was just giving a, a reference. And that was how he said in the book of Peter, my mother shouted, Jesus. Satan quoted Bible. She shouted because she knew me. She knew me. But while I began to follow my pastor, he was a man of the word. He was worded. He, everything is does, is the word, is the word. So I picked up that from following him. When I now left, came to Ghana, got under Apostle Suleiman, I now understood the prophetic, I now understood judgment, I now understood certain dimensions I didn't understand. Like I said earlier, if I was going to Jehovah Witness, I wouldn't be preaching like this. I won't be prophesying. I won't even believe there are miracles because they don't believe in it. So who you follow, who you submit to, determines what you know, what you understand, and who you become. There's nothing you can do about it. Who you follow determines what you know, what you understand, what you exercise, what you manifest, and who you automatically become. So, Get me back that scripture. So the prophecy is for sons and daughters. Whose son are you? Whose son are you? Get back my scripture. And your old man shall dream dreams. So the Bible is saying that there are dimensions of people who are going to grow beyond the prophetic. 
and their dream, this is not just the regular dreams, no. He's talking about certain dimensions of prophetic dreams. And he said that your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days, I will pour out my spirit upon them. So even those who are just serving in church, who are just, he said, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon everyone. So you can receive the Holy Spirit and yet you can't prophesy. Somebody would have to activate the prophetic in you. Somebody, somebody sent me a testimony yesterday. Um, I think I ministered to her on Zoom, I think two days ago, right? Two days ago. She said she couldn't join yesterday because she had to go and minister in a meeting of pastors and pastor's wife, um, Madam Paula. She said while she got to the meeting, the fire of God took over everywhere. The fire of God took over everywhere. So by the reason of impartation, what you couldn't do before, you begin to do. Let me see if I can reach the testimony quick and read the way she wrote, wrote it. Okay. He said, I have another testimony, sir. You ministered to me on Zoom on Wednesday night concerning my ministry. I wasn't active online yesterday because I went to minister at a meeting for pastor, pastors and wives. Hmm, sir. The ministration was at another level. I didn't struggle to do anything, sir. The whole atmosphere was filled with power. People's gifts became active again. I saw literal fire touch people. I don't know what to say. I thank God and I praise me for his glory. Thank you very much, sir, for availing yourself for God's use. So now, this thing has been there inside of her. So the ignorance or pride would have shut up the gift inside and she would say, I don't need anybody. Jesus is my spiritual father. God is my father. The Holy Spirit is my father. The gift will be there dying. Somebody on Zoom, or not physically, Zoom, Zoom, and fire was ignited, and she went to minister, and there was fire everywhere. I think, let me read the other testimony she sent. That testimony is mind-boggling. He said, please, God has been doing so much for me since the last camp meeting. I came with several requests, the major one being my husband's ministry. Please, sir, I gave him the mantle you gave us from the camp meeting. The anointed oil you prayed over to. I make him anoint himself with it anytime we go to church. Sir, something has happened. The church service has changed. Life is entering the church again, sir. For the past three Sundays since we came back from the camp, my husband's ministry has changed. His prayer life has become something else. Yesterday, our, yesterday, our number in church increased. Old church members who have stopped coming coming, run to church yesterday. My husband called me to pray for some people, and sir, they broke down crying. The surprising thing about all this is about three or four of the church officers could not come closer to us yesterday. They were jittery and uncomfortable. Please, thank you so much, and blah, 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 blah. So all of it is a product of impartation. Anything you want, any dimension you want, somebody has already activated it. Somebody has already walked in it. If you choose to build your own staircase before you climb a story building, you will die waiting. So you must look for 
the staircase already available align yourself to it a great man said i see far because i stand on the shoulder of fathers i see far because i stand on the shoulder of fathers i can make both to tell you this i am a product of impartation i am a product of impartation you want to go far you want to see far don't be an island you will suffer you will soar with fire i'm telling you the truth people around are just prophesying carelessly just because they are around in fact if you if you are not careful you sleep in my house you must see vision even if you don't dream oh yeah it's true sleep in this house even if you don't dream you must see vision that's just it because the atmosphere has just been charged up people have entered this house while i'm here to pray they are on the floor while I, I'm yet to pray, they're already on the floor. I've not even prayed. So it is just what it is. All right? It is just what it is. All right. So get the scripture, let's finish. Get the scripture, let's finish. Get the scripture, let's finish. Okay. So he said, a young man, okay, we are done with the scripture. We are done with the scripture. So this thing is available. You can receive the Holy Ghost, yet you can't heal the sick. You can receive the Holy Ghost, you can't see nothing. You can receive the Holy Ghost, even your dream. Somebody would have to unlock it. And I pray that before this camp meeting will end, every gifting in you, every ability in you, God will help us to unlock it for you. The gift of wisdom, the gift of ideas, the ministry you have, the gift of prophecy, working, all kind of gifts and abilities you carry, they shall be unlocked. They will begin to function. Some of you have singing gift. You're not just singing now. Prophetic worshiper. That is what you are. Some of you are worshippers with healing gifts. That while you are singing, people are being healed. Some of you are worshippers with diverse gifts. But nobody, you have not been around people that activate it. You have not been around. Look at Minister Daniel. When he joined, started coming around. He was coming, doing one, two, one, two. But the moment he came and began to follow, he said he now sings and people are falling. The first day he got shocked. Like, what's happening here? But he now remembered that it was through his connection to my ministry. That was how the fire came. And he had been singing for over 10 years. For over 10 years, he had been singing. And just by connecting for how many, how many months, that is how power came. So, impartation brings speed to your life, hastens your steps. Okay, let me not go on impartation. Let me leave it. I'm talking on the prophetic. Get me 1 Corinthians 12, let's take 4 to 11. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 to 11. I've told you, and I mean it, between... The end of this year, I said the second part of the year to next year, I want to impact 100 persons with a prophetic gift. 100 persons is free. You don't pay for it. As long as we are meeting online, 100 people with the prophetic. Go there and change the world. Go there and be a blessing. Go there and do things. Just go out there and change life, change your family. Change your family. It's happening already. So if you are waiting for one special meeting, nah. Special meeting that we have will just be for prophetic, a prophetic school. That would be the only special meeting. But generally, I'm impacting the moment your heart is open. Carry. 
carry, carry. That's it. That's all. All right. I need that scripture right now. Let's go. First Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 4 to 11. All right. Everyone follow now. He said, now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. So every gift comes from one person, Holy Spirit. There's no other special spirit. Spirit of God, spirit of this, no. Holy Spirit is Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is Spirit of God. Spirit of God is the Holy Spirit. But it has diversity, diversified gift that it can give to us. It said in verse, okay, let's continue. And there are different of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which worketh all in one. So some might prophesy, some might heal the sick, some might be teachers, some might be apostles, some might work in miracles, all of them, one spirit is doing it. Verse 7, but the same manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit. This profit is not talking about monetary gain. Okay, look at our sister a few days ago. Was it yesterday she was giving her testimony, how an Okada man pick her, she realized the Okada man does not have one ear. So that is for her own profit now. Her life has been saved. Her life has been saved. Why? Because of the prophetic anointing. So it has its own benefit to the body of Christ and to you that is receiving it. Okay, so now you are posting too fast. I want us to be able to follow carefully. Please, follow the scriptures carefully. If you are writing, make sure you write them down. Go back and study so that you will know what you are receiving and know how to use them. Okay, let's read on. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. So there is a gift called word of wisdom. I've already explained this gift. Go and check our podcast. I've explained all these gifts. Check through podcast. I did three teachings on the gifts of the Spirit. Word of wisdom. To another, word of knowledge. Listen, the reason why you must go and listen to them is that you might think is what you know. When you go and listen, I don't just teach. I make sure I do my research before I teach. For example, what we call prophecy is not prophecy. What we call prophecy is not prophecy. Somebody, I call your name. I call you. I mention your phone number. I mention your friend's name. That's no prophecy. That is word of knowledge. That is no prophecy. So go back, listen to the teaching, and you will get it. Okay. Word to another word of knowledge by the same spirit. To another faith. So there is a gift of faith. The gift of faith is not the regular faith. All right. By the same spirit. To another the gift of healing by the same spirit. The gift of healing. It's not general with healing. Somebody with the gift of healing knows I have the gift. Every believer can have healing, can have what it takes to heal, but there is the gift, is special for some people. Even if you are crippled, they can touch your leg, the leg will be straight. Even if you don't have something in your, a missing body part in your body, they have the gift of healing mixed with miracles that they can mix together, that body part will grow out. Verse 10, to another, the working of miracles. So this gift is different. This gift is technical. It does not function on its own. The person that carried the gift must know how to administer the gift. Because it said working. 
That is the only gift that you must work. So that tells you that miracles don't just happen. Somebody have to work miracles out. So in the midst of prophetic direction or the prophet discerning what to do, what not to do, that is how miracles happen. So miracles don't just happen because this, that, that, that. No, 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 no. Moses parted the Red Sea. Why? Because he got a direction to take a rod and hit the water and he parted. Jesus turned water into wine. He did something. He took water. He took and spoke and all of that. He multiplied five loaves of bread and two fishes. He knew how. So of all the gifts Miracles have to be worked. Miracles don't just happen. No, 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 no. Somebody must do the work to, for miracles to happen. So you want a miracle? Are you willing to do the work? That is the, the question. Oh, I want miracle. I want miracle. No, it doesn't happen like that. There is a work. It could be a direction, an instruction. It could be fasting. It could be prayer. It could be giving. God could say, go and dance. God could say, um, go and visit orphanage. God could say, whatever. That is what it is. To another discerning of spirits. Okay, no. First of all, prophecy. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another diverse kinds of tongues to another interpretation of tongue but all this same all this worketh that one and same self spirit dividing every every man severally as he will he divides it to every man as he wills he divides it to every man as he wills. That is why you must please the Holy Spirit first. If he says he won't give you, you won't beat him. You have no choice than to follow him. So that is why we tell people, before you receive any spiritual gifts, first of all, you must be born again and receive the Holy Spirit before we start talking of activating giftings. Ephesians 4 verse 11. Ephesians 4, verse 11. Then, after that, let's get 1 Corinthians 14. We will take 1 down to 18. I'm giving you scripture so you can go back and read and get this understanding. Ephesians 4, verse 11. Quick, help me. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, we adore you. All right. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors. So everybody is not giving the same ministry assignment. This is talking about, this is not a gift now. These are offices. So people are apostles, some are prophets, some are evangelists, some are pastors, and some are teachers. Okay? Some our teachers, First Corinthians 14. Just hold on until I ask for it. So this, are, this is not gift now. This is a calling. All right? It's called the five-fold ministry. If you are called into the five-fold, you must be under this one. Okay? That is why when I see people who say, I have music ministry, I laugh. You can be a music minister, but there is no music ministry. This is the five-fold ministry. 
And any other thing you are is to support the fivefold. You are a music minister or whatever you say it is. You are called, that is true. But this is the known fivefold ministry according to scriptures. So whatever else you do, ministry of help, um, ministry of support, there are people who are called into welfare. They are called to be givers. Yes, that is not a special ministry. It's not a special, it has its own title. You are called to support either an evangelist, an apostle, a pastor, a prophet, or a teacher. That is how it is. Okay. Now let's go to first. Are you following at all? Are you following? Before I we'll proceed, are you getting it? Are you getting it? Are you getting it? Let me know. Are you getting it? Are you getting it? All right. All right. I'm glad people are following. I think this will be the longest teaching we have had since on Monday. This will be the longest teaching we have had. We've not really had time to teach. We've just been praying, praying, praying. Okay. Now let's go. First Corinthians 14. Give me one to five first before we now go from verse six. First Corinthians 14. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want KJV. This looks like NIV. Okay, fine. Let me read the NIV. Don't worry. Let me take the NIV. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the spirit especially prophecy so you see Paul's statement Paul said desire prophecy Paul said not just desire eagerly KJV we say earnestly eagerly be hungry for the prophetic how are you born again and you are blind how are you born again you can't see and you attend the church where they tell you it's not by prophecy don't you know your name why should they call your name? Don't you know your phone number? Why should they call your phone number? Don't you know what you are going through? Why should they tell you what you are going through? Eagerly desire the prophetic. Most of those men of God who said that, they do it out of envy and jealousy, but they are just, they don't know how to come and admit that they are jealous. Because they can't prophesy. So their members are now leaving their church, going to a prophetic church for program and come back. So the fear of losing members, that's it too. That's it, the fear of losing members. Paul said it. Are you more righteous than Paul? Are you more holy than Paul? He said earnestly, eagerly. That means press for the prophetic. It's not enough to receive prophecy. Grow until you now begin to prophesy. Grow. We know there are fake prophets. We know there are issues with the prophetic. But the prophetic has done more good than harm. It has saved more life. It has changed more lives. All right, get me back. The, no, let me finish with the, the NIV. Is it NIV or NLT? Nana, um... You want this lady, NIV, is a lighter version. Verse 2, he said, especially, look at what he said, look at what he said again. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. It was especially prophecy. And they tell you that you don't need prophecy. You don't need prophecy. I understand there is a, there is a, there's been extremism in, in the prophetic, number one. 
So, um, repose that scripture for me, the NIV of that scripture. Repose the NIV for me. Can you repost it for me from verse 1? Anybody who can get the NIV, please get it back for me. Or NLT. Any of them. NIV, NLT. So that we won't be speaking a lot of grammar. Thou, thou, where thou, doest thou, how, how. Let's take a lighter version. 1 Corinthians 14. Please help me with the NIV or NLT. All right. Follow the way of love. All right. And earnestly desire gifts of the Spirit especially prophecy. For anyone who speaks in tongues does not speak to people but to God. So speaking in tongues, let's reduce, reduce the comment. I don't want to amplify it. I only want NLT or NIV. So do me a favor now. While we post the scripture, help me reduce the comment so that you can read. Okay? While we post the scripture, please, I want you to... Let's hold on now. I've already gotten somebody posting... Nanaya, so be fast for me so that somebody else will not cover. Let's reduce the comments so that we can read the scripture. Most of us are not reading. I want us to learn. Okay, we will pray, we will pray, we will do other things. Let's learn first. Verse 2 said, For anyone who speaks in tongues does not speak to people but to God. So, anytime you are speaking in tongues, I don't understand you. You are not talking to anybody, you are talking to God. So, look at what Paul, Paul is explaining now. He said, Indeed, no one understands them. So if you are speaking in tongues and you have been asking yourself, how do I understand what I'm even saying? You are wrong. You are not supposed to understand speaking in tongues. You are not supposed to. It's a gift of faith. All right? Speak it and go. Talk to God. It has its own benefit. There's almost 20 benefits of speaking in tongues. That's another day problem. All right. So... You are not supposed to understand them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. So anytime you are speaking in tongue, it says you are uttering mysteries. You are doing a lot of strange things. So if you are not speaking in tongues, that means your talking to God is limited. If speaking in tongues means talking to God, that means if you are not speaking in tongues, you are talking to God, even the, what you call prayer, you are talking to God, you are limited. You can't be able to talk to God efficiently. You won't be able to utter mysteries. All right? Oh, pastor, how do I speak in tongues? Earnestly desire spiritual gifts. Most of you have not been able to speak in tongues, not because they have not prayed for you. Religion. They have told you that you can't just, don't just speak in tongues. You have to fall on the ground. You have to roll on the floor. It's not true. It's not true. On this platform, at least, I think by now, people that we have baptized over 50, I can't, I can't, I'm sure about 50, if not 100, who have received a legal baptism here. All right, let's get back to the distinct. He said, but the one who prophesies speaks to people, all right? The one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Anyone who speaks a tongue edifies themselves. So speaking in tongues can help to charge up myself, to awaken myself, to sharpen my gifts, and all of that. But when I'm speaking in tongue, I'm speaking in tongue now. Okay, let's say this teaching now. This teaching now, I'm, I'm teaching in the spirit. What am I saying? Nothing. I might be able to, it might work for me. God will understand it. 
Elders will understand. But you that is listening to me, I'm, I just wasted your time. So this verse prophecy now comes to supersede tongues. He said, but the one who prophesies edifies the whole church. Now let's go the next from the next verse. Let's go. Nanaya, go from the next verse. What you began, you will finish it. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues. But I would rather have you prophesy. I would like every one of you to speak in tongues. But rather, this is Paul speaking. One of the greatest apostles of the New Testament. I would like all of you to speak in tongues, so no problem. But I will prefer that you prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues. That, it does not mean don't speak in tongue. That's not what he's saying. But he's saying now, the one that prophesies is greater, is bigger than the one speaking in tongues. And one pastor will tell you that it does not matter. Prophecy does not matter. You don't know what you are saying. I will prophesy. You can even do it on your own. Look at the reasons. Paul gave the reasons. Now let's follow. Let's follow. Let's follow. Let's follow. Let's follow. Look, Paul gave the reasons. The one prophesy is greater than the one who speaks in tongues. Unless someone interprets. So now, Bible gave us the gift of interpreting tongues. So if you are prophesying and nobody is interpreting, he said, except you are praying rather, if you are speaking in tongues and nobody is interpreting, Paul said you are wasting people's time. Except you are speaking in tongues to yourself. You just want to pray for yourself. I just woke up in the morning. I want to charge myself. That one is for myself, me and God. But I am ministering to people and I'm now speaking in tongues. I'm wasting their time. So anybody who comes now to prophesy, because they can understand the person's language, they will leave me and follow the person. All right. Verse 6 said, Now, brothers and sisters, if I come to you and speak in tongues, what good will I be to you? Unless I bring you some revelations or knowledge or prophecy or word of instructions. All right, let's go from verse 7 now. From verse 7. Even in the case of lifeless things that make sound, such as pipe or harp, example now is trumpet, keyboard, those things, how will anyone know what tune is being played unless there is a distinction in the notes? I understand the instrument, you have notes, you have keys, you have chord. Note is when you strike one. But if you play a note, you will not be able to get somebody to dance. You have to put chords together to be able to create some surface and create a tone that will make somebody to dance. So when you come and you are speaking in tongue, you are like somebody playing notes. Or a novice playing drum. We can't dance. So you are wasting people's time. Verse 8. Again, if the trumpet does not sound a clear call, who will get ready for battle? In those days, before people will fight, there must be a way you blow the trumpet. There's a sound of trumpet that is for war. So once it sounds, everybody has to come and know that it's for war. So he said, if the trumpet does not blow that particular sound, how will people know that it's time to fight? They won't know. Verse 9. So it is with you, unless you speak 
intelligible words with your tongue. How will anybody know what you are saying? You will just be speaking into the air. Is somebody following? Are you getting it? 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 So we've got to desire this thing. We need it. We need it. So let's go from verse 10 now. We're taking it down to 18. I want us to get the clear description of what Paul is saying. Undoubtedly, there are all sorts of languages in the world, yet none of them is without meaning. If then I do not grasp the meaning of what someone is saying, I'm a foreigner to the speaker. And the speaker is also a foreigner to me. So it is with you. Since you are eager of gifts of the Spirit, try to excel in those that build up the church. And one of the gifts that build up the church is what? Prophecy. Paul said, try to excel, which means we grow in the prophetic. How can a full church? Nobody can prophesy. Some churches, the, the pastor does not prophesy. I think most of the orthodox. Now what they are doing, they will adopt one prophet or prophetess and keep aside for the prophetic. And what, what I don't like about it, the prophet does not behave like God. And most of them, I, I, I would have mentioned one church in Volta, let me not mention, because of the members, I'm sure they are here. All the prophetess are witches. All of them. All the prophetess, they are all witches. I've not seen anybody that attend that church that is not under witchcraft spell. I haven't seen. A very popular church in Volta. I've not seen anybody that attend that church that is not under the spell of witchcraft. I've not seen one. I pray for a lot of them. Even their pastor, I pray for pastors from there. The church is more in Volta. It's more in Volta. You hardly find it anywhere in Accra, in other regions. It's difficult. But in Volta, it's dope. they have lots of branches every corner. They will always have one prophetess in the branch. And it's more of women. They hardly find men. They always have one prophetess. The pastor does not prophesy. His own is just to teach and all of that. You enter the church, you see darkness. I don't, I've never entered, but I've entered one by the Spirit. Darkness everywhere. And there's one person prophesying and nothing is changing. You see everybody, poor, 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 poor people. The ones who have managed to be rich are those who mercy is just keeping them or they are involved in one concussion or one dubious business. That is not, that's not the gift of prophecy now. People can't hear God freely in a church. It has to be one shrine woman, one deity. They will not give her one special chair. And check them. You will never see a neat one. They're always dirty. Check them. Check out the church. You will never see any of the prophets that looks neat. You won't see. Always dirty. I won't talk. Let's leave it there. The God I know is not dirty. The God I know, the God that I know, eh? Okay. Give me the next verse. Let's continue. For this reason, the one who speaks in tongue should pray that they may interpret what they say. I think I've talked a bit about the gift of interpretation. I've not finished it. I promise to go deep into it. So go back and listen to all the things I've done in the past. You'll find it there. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, 
but my mind is unfruitful. So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my understanding. So Paul is saying, if you speak in tongues, Kakra, speak in your local language, Kakra, add it. Speak in tongues more, speak in English more, speak like this more, so that you'll be able to understand. So as you are praying, Father bless me. Oh crap, when you still come back tomorrow, say, Father bless me. Maybe now you're speaking in tongues. Also, maybe you have left. You are no more telling God to bless you. You're saying, God, bless me. So Paul say, come back, come back, come back, and ask God to bless you too. Balance it, balance it, so that you don't transfer your prayer. Because say, when you speak in tongues, you are speaking mysteries, right? Yeah. So I can be praying in tongues now, and I'm praying for somebody else. I think I was telling, I was in Accra last week. I was just speaking in tongues, doing my thing. Suddenly I saw myself appeared in Kumasi, entered the house, met a woman who was half dead, picked her up, anointed her, her legs, sent her back to bed. And I was seeing that. I, was like, I, have to, I, I keep seeing this woman. I don't know why I'm seeing her. But I'm seeing the mother. She's not well. I don't know. Okay. I had the call. Yesterday I was led to call. I called her. That same day the mother was dying. So by me speaking in tongues, so if I don't see, I could have been in praying for the woman without knowing. But because I could see, I saw what I was speaking about. So the tongue I was speaking, I was able to see it and interpret the meaning of what I saw. So it's one thing to speak in tongues. It's another thing to be able to interpret the tongues that you are speaking. She said the woman almost died. And she was alone. I didn't understand the vision very clearly, but I, I knew what I was doing. Strangely, she was alone in the house. Suddenly, a man of God who was her old classmate, who they've not seen for long, just said she came to greet her the same day. At the same time I was seeing the vision, came to the house, saw her, and you are not fine, carried her. So maybe that prayer, that revelation, was what quickened that man to come. They have not been talking for long. So when you are speaking in tongues, you are doing a lot of things without knowing. That is why speaking in tongues is powerful, very important. But you don't joke with visions. Don't joke with the prophetic. Don't abandon it. Eagerly desire it. Okay, let's read on. Okay, we're done with 15. Where did I say we're stopping? 18. So get me 16 down to 18. 16. Otherwise, when you are praising God in the spirit, how can someone, how can someone else who is now put in the position of an inquirer say amen? Okay, so what that means is that we can also praise God in tongues. We can worship in tongues. So he's saying that when you are thanking God or you are praying in tongues, when you finish the prayer, how people know that they will say amen? I'm praying for you now. I will be looking at me. Or your eye will be closed. Waiting for. Say, but when you now bring it back to your understanding, the person can I say, Amen. Amen means I agree. I receive. That's what Amen is. Say Amen to your thanksgiving. Since they do not know what you are saying. 17. If you are giving thanks well enough, but no one else. Okay, you are giving thanks well enough, but no one is edified. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. So you see what Paul did? Paul, Paul knew this is the Corinthian church. Of all the Bible, they are the most gifted church. After the Corinthian church, the Ephesian church, then the Galatian church. 
the, the Corinthian church, if they come for service like this, why pastor finish preaching, okay, now let's worship and let's hear God. Five persons will begin to prophesy. Not pastor, members. At once. I just saw. This one, I just saw. And they will all be 100% correct. When it comes to healing, they can all heal. When it comes to miracles, they can all do miracles. So Paul was now defending himself. So you people will think I'm saying this because me, I can't speak in tongues. That's why I'm saying you should prioritize the prophetic. He said, no, thank God I speak in tongues more than all of you. So whatever you think, I'm only trying to bring balance into the church. So at the point, he told them, anytime you come to church, when one starts prophesying, everybody keep quiet. When you finish, then somebody else starts. For me, dear, that kind of church, where particularly women, our woman will just shout for somewhere, hey, there is somebody there. The Lord just said that your car will get accident. Before you know, from the back, there's somebody there. I don't like that kind of prophecy. That is ancient prophetic manifestation. It still happens. Most churches. Yeah, most churches. It happens. I don't like it. I want the one that can be normal and prophesy. Not the one that have to be holding me. So that they'll be holding them. Yeah, someone on the floor. Some of the thing will be carrying them. Perhaps the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. That is their own understanding. Because the church does not understand, they cannot mature them, they can't groom them. So the gift is there, but there is no stability. Nobody has been able to stable, make, make, make it stable. Then we don't so we break chair for one prophecy. Uh, by the time you to 10 people, 10 chairs will break now. But thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for understanding. Thank God for knowledge. Thank God for revelation that has made it better and make it clearer. So if you are doing a crusade, that means before the crusade finish, 50 persons will fall to prophesy. Some don't fall, but some you have to hold them. As if they are one white garment and church prophet or prophetess. See them, they are just shaking. Before they see, they must shake up to five times. Holy, hey, hey, hey. I don't think they do that to white garment in Ghana here. But in Nigeria, it's normal. Oh, they will fall, they will shake to the left, to the right, to the front, to the back. After all, they turn it, turn it, turn it. Mm, I see. I can tell you, calm down. Stay one place. Really? Sir. Beside a light change. Four, 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 you now go, 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 go. Mm, I see. Tell it, calm down, calm down. Stand straight. Stand straight and see. Stand straight. Stand straight and see, please. If you go to that church, I'm sorry. I'm not talking about your church. I'm talking about, I'm talking about prophecy. All right? So don't go and tell your pastor that I said. There's one in your church. Oh, some people have one in their church. They are accurate. The problem is ignorance. Nobody has taught them. Some don't want to be taught. Particularly those churches, they don't want to be taught. Very arrogant people. No, I'm serious. I've seen them. Those people who would answer prophets in that kind of church, very arrogant. Very, very few is humble. You don't come too close to them because they are bigger than everybody in the church. Do you know what I see? Can you prophesy? Do you know me? And they have one ignorant pastor too that as they're talking, the pastor is just looking like this. Like, Tell me, yeah, it's true. Get out. This thing is free. So the prophetic is 
the outpouring of God's spirit to men and inspires them to speak. The prophetic is the outpouring of God's spirit to men and inspires them to speak. Every man is natural. Let me give an, a, a little explanation. Every man is natural. The moment you are born, you are natural. You get born again, you become spiritual or supernatural, whatever you call it. But you are not a spirit. You are a man still. And God is a spirit. According to the book of John chapter 4, God is a spirit. So now, being a natural man, you can't hear or understand spirit. So something has to be installed inside of you. That is why your phone, as good as your phone is, your phone cannot make call without SIM card. A SIM card has to be installed, and this SIM card has been programmed inside and outside to connect to a mast. So the phone has its own program, but the phone is useless without a SIM card for making calls. It has to connect to a mast somewhere around to pick a signal. So the same way, everybody... You might receive the Holy Ghost already. There's a program in you, but there is something that needs to be activated to raise a signal for you to be able to pick. You can call it antenna. It's like a radio also. They have megahertz that you can tune, 91.2, 93.3, and sometimes you start turning the pole to be able to get the right um, position to be able to pick. That is how it is inside you. So the problem a lot of us have is not because we don't have the key, but the antenna is not there. Some the antenna is there, but you don't know how to tune your antenna. That is the problem. The same way you tune the radio, that's how you tune the prophetic. So you need something to be installed in you. Alright? And generally they are called revelational gifts or gifts of revelation. Well, to prophesy, you need a lot of gifts put together. Dreams, prophecy, discerning of spirits, Speaking in tongues, interpretation, word of knowledge, word of wisdom. You need all, the, all these gifts put together to prophesy. You can use one of them, but you will be limited. You want to actually walk in the full realm of the prophetic. All these gifts must come together. So you can realize you will be able to explain somebody's problem and tell them, but you can't, call, you can't call him. What is happening is that word of knowledge is missing. Yes. Word of knowledge is missing. You are able to declare things, you say things, it happens, but you can't see what is happening. You have the gift of prophecy. The gift of prophecy and the gift is not for seeing, it's for speaking. This is why I said it. I think in 1 Thessalonians 5 19, it said, Despise not prophesying. Prophesying are um, overwhelming of the spirit that inspires you to just begin to speak. Alright? So like I said, like those people in that church, what they are doing is prophesying. Sometimes when they evil started, they don't even know what they said. They don't even know what they said. They don't even know who they are talking about. Why some they have to fall, they now see, stand up. Oh, there's somebody there. Your name is John. Um, this thing. I saw that this, 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 that, 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 that. There's somebody yes there. That, 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 that. We're going to wake up. What happened to me? Why some have grown that they will be able to pick that this is what I said when I was saying this? So, 
You have all the, these have to come together before you cannot be called a full prophet. Else, you'll be walking in corner, 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 corner. All right. Let's see 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21. 2 Peter 1, 21. After that, Amos 3, verse 7. Acts 19, 5 to 6. Let's go step, step. I will just leave us on the importance of the prophetic. And tomorrow, I think yesterday I was talking about types of prophet. I think tomorrow I will deal with types of prophet or how to activate spiritual gifts. All right. For the prophecy came not in old times by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the spirit. So prophecy is the moving of the spirit. It's not what your mind tells you. No, the spirit has to move you. I don't mean move to follow. No, move to speak. Can I, I wish I could get NIV or another version. It's talking about inspiring you, order you, guide you to speak. Get me Amos 3 verse 7. If you have another version, you can get me 2 Peter 2, 1 verse 21. But get me Amos 3 7. After that, get me Act 19, 5 to 6. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm doing teach three teachings together at once. Amos 3 verse 7. Surely the Lord will do nothing, but he revealed his secret unto his servant, the prophet. So this scripture says that those who are now in the full class of the prophetic, God revealed things to them. When God wants to do things, he come and confer with his prophet. So there are things God can't do for Ghana if prophets don't agree. And we are fighting prophets in this country. No wonder the economy is crashing. There are things God will not do. He has to go to his prophet. Every nation has a particular prophet that has the, the ears of God. Some two, some three, some five. But every nation has one person that this one is who God has put for this nation. Every region has one person who God has put for this region. Every city has one person. God has men everywhere. So when God wants to do things, he come and talk with them. Like Abraham's case. God went to Abraham. After God finished with the, through the angel, was about to go. He said, how would I go and destroy Sodom without telling Abraham? Okay, Abraham, I want to go and destroy Sodom. What did you say? Abraham began to negotiate. That was how he saved Lot and his family. So we can grow into the dimension where you become a prophet for your family. That the scripture can be that the Lord will do nothing in your family without coming to tell you. So God can come and tell you, I want to take your mother. What did you say? You can say no. Or yes. Yeah. All right. Okay, another version. Now, for no prophecy ever originated because some man willed it to do so. It never came by human impulse. But men spoke from, men spoke from God who were born along moved and impelled by the Holy Spirit. It's simple. This thing is spiritual. Only carnal man thinks it's carnal. All right. Acts 19, 5 to 6. Acts 19, 5 to 6. After that, gave me um, Acts 13, 1 and 2. When they had this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And 
when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Look at this, the same deal. So what is wrong with us? The same day that they received Jesus, the same day was the day that they spoke in tongues and they prophesied when Paul baptized them. So you can receive prophecy. We will deal with this tomorrow. I think so. Impartation. Somebody can lay hands on you and you will prophesy. So if you are waiting and say that God is your spiritual father, that God have to come and lay his hands on you, I think you might get it in heaven. After you die or in your grief, the Lord can come and now lay his hands upon you. By then you can see him face to face. But while you are on earth, be wise to look for people that have it and let them place their hand on your head. Acts 13, 1 and 2. Then, Isaiah 6, verse 8. That's my last on this. And we go to the importance of the prophetic. Acts 13, 1, 2. Now, they were in the church. Now, they were in the church that was at Antioch, certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas, and Simeon that were called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Maniam which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul and as they ministered to the Lord they and fasted the Holy Ghost speak so the Holy Spirit can speak but can you hear and he's speaking the Holy Ghost speaks every day the problem is that we can't hear because lot of us, we are full of our flesh. So you saw that before they even heard, they fasted and they prayed. So fasting and prayer helps subdue your flesh so that your spiritual antenna will be sharp. Anybody that fasts a lot can hear God easily, except nobody have activated the gift. Yeah, the people who are fast, they can't hear God. I've seen some. Fast more than me. They've never heard God. Once in a the while they dream. Because the gift of revelation have not been activated. So they only fast because they just love God. They fast because of their problem and all of that. But they can't hear, they can't see. And some are fasting in darkness. Ignorance. Some are fasting in bewitchment. Yes, I see people who fast a lot, but witchcraft has covered them. And one of the things about such fasting is that there's no word of God. They only fast. They don't study. Fast and pray, fast and pray, no study. Number one, number two. Sometimes you will need somebody to speak over you after you finish fasting. So they have this arrogance. They don't need anybody. I'm just okay by myself. I don't need a man. As long as I pray with God, God is my father, so we are fine. So they are there dying. And let me say this to us. What I have learned in ministry is that what I would have needed 10 years to pray for, one man can speak two seconds and give it to me. That's one thing I've learned in the spirit and in, in, in ministry. What you need to fast for for 10 years, one man can come, the prophetic, right? Or you come, the name of just your eyes open. Right there, it will start. 
and you would have fasted, it would have taken you five or ten years to pray for it. People have come with problems. I have been praying for the past five years. It's not working. I said, I should have prayed. I said, come, let's pray. I lay my hands, I pray, I say, go. That is the end. People have come. I don't have a baby. I'm blessed. Have you prayed? Oh, I've been married for 16 years. We are praying. So, yeah, come, let's pray. Do this, do this, do this, this direction. We pray. They go back, they are pregnant. So, what happened for 16 years? Were they not praying? Were they not talking to God? They were praying. But there was something that was covering them that their power cannot access. They needed somebody with a higher power, but pride and arrogance or ignorance have not allowed them to access it. I pray for everyone here that by the end of this meeting, you will hear the Holy Ghost. Amen. You will hear the Holy Ghost. Amen. You will hear the voice of God. Clearly, 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 clearly. I activate your spiritual antennas. I activate your abilities. I activate your giftings. You will hear God. You will hear God. You will hear God. You will hear God. In the name of Jesus. Isaiah 6 verse 8, the last one, and let's go to the importance of the prophetic. And I heard the voice of God saying, Whom shall I send? I heard the voice of God. So which means, Isaiah had grown to where he could hear. Isaiah had the testimony and Isaiah, is it Isaiah 6 verse 1? Think so. In the year that King Uzziah died, I also saw. Wait. Isaiah was a prophet. He wrote the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 1. Isaiah 2. Isaiah 3. Isaiah 4. Isaiah 5. So all this why he was blind. All he did was hear. Already a prophet too. But something stopped him from seeing So it could be that it took him six years to write Isaiah 1, 2, 3, 4. It could be 10 years. All those why. He was a prophet, but he could not see visions. All he could do was to hear and hear something block his eye. So the moment that person died, he began to saw. He eh? began to saw or see. <laughs> Brofo. He began to saw. Add that to your dictionary. <laughs> So as I couldn't see all this why, and yet he was a prophet. And Uzziah was his uncle. The day Uzziah died, that was when his eyes got open. So all he could do was to hear, was to hear, was to hear, was to hear. But there's beauty in sight in the prophetic. Hearing is good. There's beauty in sight. Oh, it's easier to describe, to narrate. It's, oh, there's beauty. Particularly when you come to a place, not a vision you are, there's a vision you are not seeing. There's a vision you are seeing, but you are not seeing. You just know that there's something like this, like this, but you are not seeing it. What is a vision that appears like a movie? You are watching it. That one is very sweet. You can describe and describe and describe and describe and describe and describe and describe. Very sweet and beautiful. Very sweet and beautiful. May God open your eyes. Amen. Wherever you are listening from right now, receive open eyes, Amen. receive open ears. In the name of Jesus. All right. Importance of the prophetic. Importance of the prophetic. Importance of the prophetic. 
I'm sure after now, if you enter your, your early church again, where the pastor say, forget prophecy. Some of you might be angry or you might beat the pastor. Please don't beat the pastor. Just be quiet. He is ignorant. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Importance of the prophetic. Let's see First Corinthians 14, 1, 2, 3. I would love NIV or NLT. First Corinthians 14, 1 to 3. I will love NIV or NLT. NIV or NLT. Rekesuvaleba katune veletebas. Oh, pratatatasis. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. See the way the gift of interpretation works. When somebody is around not a hard interpretation, as I just spoke, somebody could have looked at what Pastor said. May I know what I said? Somebody could have been able to pick, look at what Pastor just said. All right. So, is that First Corinthians? First Corinthians 14, 1 to 3. Follow, follow the way of love and desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. For anyone who speaks in tongues does not speak to people but to God. No one understands them, the utter mysteries by the Spirit. But he who prophesies speaks to people for strengthening. So the first importance of the prophetic is that it strengthens people. A prophetic strengthens, KJV would call it exhort. Exhortation. The prophetic comes to strengthen. Number two, encourage. Number three, comfort. Strengthen, encourage, and comfort. So somebody is going through a season and a situation where they don't even know what to do. And the prophetic word comes, they feel encouraged. They feel comforted. Somebody who's, who's, who has become tired, who is almost even getting to suicide, receive a prophetic, they get strengthened like, ah, that means God has not forgotten me. Another scripture, Ephesians 4, 12 and 13. Ephesians 4, 12 and 13. We love you, Lord. We adore you, Lord. We lay a crown before your throne for the perfecting of the saints. So part of the benefit of spiritual gift or the importance is to perfect, to equip. All right, I think I'm enjoying NIV now. So on this topic, give me only NIV until I'm done. 
except I ask for KJV, to equip his people for work of service. So the prophetic helps to equip you. All right? It helps to equip for the work of ministry. The next thing is that it helps us to grow into maturity. If the prophetic is rightly used, it helps us to grow. All right, give me two more scriptures, right? Okay, three. Proverbs 29 verse 18. Proverbs 29 verse 18. Proverbs 29 and verse 18. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. But blessed is the one who hears wisdom. Let me see KJV. Where there is no vision, the people perish. So the prophetic saves. Where there is no revelation, people will be destroyed. Another benefit that the prophetic saves it saves. It saves. I remember some months ago, I was in Accra, a China mom, spin test. My dad just, my mom just called, so my dad, I didn't know something has been going on. They had some issues with the family. A woman came to put some concussion, their family member, Came to put some charms physically in the house. Somebody caught her, and they have to help hold the woman to come and take it out. Now, my dad, my dad, have been preaching to them about Christ, and they've been arrogant and stubborn to obey. And when that did happen, they now ran to my dad. Ah, now we know that what you were telling us is true. Hey, we didn't know that this woman is truly a witch. Uh, please come and um, we want to now receive Jesus. Come and pray for us. My mom told him, I'm feeling uncomfortable. I don't know why. I don't know why. Call your son. Because he's the father, he refused to call. He doesn't know that the son is not a father. People. After a lot of argument, argument, he now called. And he said, uh, look, at, look, at, look at uh, this thing, this thing. And I told him, hold on. I just spoke in tongues. I told him, don't go. So I saw that a part of your body, your vein has been pulling you. He said, yes. I said, don't go. You go. Three days, you have stroke. And I described the whole thing to him, what was happening to him already. How, see, once you go there, they prepare stroke for you. You come back with stroke. That is my own father. So now imagine I didn't, I, I didn't see it. So now... Will be praying against stroke. I will not be asking where was God. No, God was there. Listen, it is difficult to remove what has already entered. People don't understand it. 
it is better you stop it. It is difficult to remove what has already entered. It's difficult. So fight it, discover it, stop it first. Even if the stroke enter, okay, we pray, the person gets fine. Now, the body has been affected, the vein, the joint. So now, you have to now start learning how to walk. They have to start massaging the body. They have to start. So it's better you stop the devil first. Instead of you allowing the devil to now come, enter you, then you now start trying to now remove one thing. No. Every kind of demonic attack whether the marital delay whatsoever. So you are single now. You have not gotten to the age of marriage. Start praying now. Don't wait to get to the age. It's better you stop it. You are not married yet. Start praying. Don't wait to get married before you start looking for children. Start praying about children already. You are still in school. Start praying for jobs already or start preparing yourself. But what we normally do is that we sit down. While you are single, name your children. Name them. You want five. You want ten. You want 11. Name them. Start praying about it. You make your life easy in advance than getting in, start fighting one invisible demon. The last, okay, I have two more scripture. Ezekiel 37, 4 to 6. We are still on the importance. Ezekiel 37, 4 to 6. Thank you, Jesus. For the enemy meant for Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord, the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make bread enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you. And cover you with skin. I will breathe, I will put breath in you, and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So this kind of this is why I said prophecy and word of knowledge is not the same. This kind of prophecy is just to speak. Alright? So the gift of prophecy is just to speak as inspired by power. So it's not calling names, it's not describing anything. All right, you shall be blessed. You will get married. Don't say the Lord. That is prophecy. It can come with revelation. I just saw that you will get married. I just saw you be favored. When I don't know. Who I don't know. How I don't know. But when the word of knowledge is there, I saw that you will get married, and it will be next year. It will be in May, and the person will be John. The person will be the, so now. All other gifts are joining together to be able to create that possibility. So this gift works in line with faith. It works in line with the gift of faith. Speak it, just believe it, and receive it the way it came. So now, the benefit of the prophetic in, from this scripture is that it restores hope and it brings life. Because the bones were already dried. There was no hope. It restores hope and it brings life. Then the last scripture, 2 Kings chapter 6. 
Let's start from verse 8. Second Kings says from verse 8 to 13. Okay, you can, if you are writing, you can just write from verse 8. Okay, let, let's read down and see if we can take a lot of it. Second Kings from verse 8. If I get KJV, I'm fine. If I get KJV, I'm fine on this one. LIV, NLC, KJV is fine. Now, the king of Aram was at war with Israel. After conferring with his officer, he said, I will set up my camp in such and such a place. Who did he talk with? His officers. Now, look at what happened. Verse 9. And the man of God sent word to the king of Israel. Beware of passing that place because the Arabians are going down there. The man of God was not there. He was in his room. And he was warning the other king. Like I just called somebody this morning. I've never met her. We've never met. I said you were supposed to get married to somebody and it didn't work. And look and look and look at she was just quiet there. So you can be in your room and travel. You can be where you are and see beyond normal. I pray for everybody one more time. Your ears open, your eyes open. Amen. Many of us, our life would have been better. Our life would have been better when we were blind. Your life would have been better than it is now. You were blind. So you've made many mistakes. You've eaten what you should not eat. You've worn demonic clothes. You've gone to live in demonic houses. So over 500 things have happened to you that have swapped, that have touched you, affected you, killed you, stolen from you. So right now you're asking God, Father, where am I? Thank God for restoration. But listen, restoration means you've already lost something. So now you'll be at war trying to get back what you lost. And that war sometimes is difficult. Sometimes there will be casualties. Sometimes you might not get all back. So it's better you don't lose anything at all. Be ahead on time. If you are young, you are young listening to me. You have been learning all these things. You don't know what God has done for you. If some of us saw who taught us 10 years ago, did I mention 10 years? Even 5 years ago. If some of us saw who taught us, we won't be where we are. We won't be. We won't. I, I, I just wish I can just rewind back to 15 years. I wish. Even 10 years, cry. I know what I know now. And I go back to 10 years ago. Even five years. Just give me five years. But all the same, God is good. All right. Let's continue from verse 10 of that scripture. From verse 10. So the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the man of God. Time and again, Elisha warned the king so that he would, he was on his guard in such places. This estranged the king of Aram and he summoned his officers and demanded of them, tell me which of us is on the side of the king of Israel. So he thought somebody was selling him out. From verse 12, let's go. None of us, my lord, the king, said one of his officers, but Elisha, 
the prophet who is in Israel tells the king of Israel the very words you speak in your bedroom. Kai! What an advantage. The very words you speak in your bedroom, somebody is seeing it. May God open your eyes. Yeah. Just imagine people are gossiping you. They're just quiet sitting down in your room. Let them finish. I remember talking to husband and wife. And they came to church acting all nice. And I told them, so why did you people do what you did last night? Oh, Pastor, what is it? Oh, I was in commercial then. He said, I was in your house yesterday. I gave them the time. They started laughing. I said, all right. You were seated here. The wife was lying down, putting her leg and her head on this side. Look at what you said about the church. Look at what you said about me. Look at what you said. In this a member of our church, I didn't see her in the a service. When is the service? And on Sunday, I climbed the altar. Suddenly, I saw somebody being given blood to drink. I'm like, ah, there's somebody here. They gave you blood to drink. A form of Zobolo specifically. Everybody was quiet. I remember. I remember. Everybody was quiet. I said this was on Wednesday. Everybody was quiet. So I kept quiet. I said, I explained, explained, everybody was quiet. After service, a woman said she wants to see me. What was happening? Sit down. She said she won't sit down. What was going on? She said she won't sit down. She was just looking at me. She said, so, this church, nobody can have secrets again. <laughs> that was what she said. She said, so, you've been in this church. Nobody can have secrets again. I was like, what is going on? He said, on Wednesday, I couldn't come to church. I was lying down, and I heard that they were praying. So, I went there. One pastor from Accra said he's selling communion for everybody. If we sell the blood of just 50 Ghana cities, everybody, if you don't have money, somebody must borrow you. And I said, what they gave you wasn't communion, and it wasn't the blood of Jesus. The man brought it himself. So it was more like an initiation. So that was not the blood of Jesus. It wasn't this thing. I said, it was a, it was a Wednesday. I said, look at the time. She said, yes. From that day, I realized that her commitment changed. The prophetic breaks doubt. So till date, she believes me like nothing else. I have a child in Kobasi, they call Pastor Norbert. That's the old, they named him Pastor Norbert, not Norbert, the other pastor. <laughs> what happened? The mother got pregnant out of wedlock and she was overdue on delivery. They said the condition, something ties, something do this, blah, 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 blah. She can't give birth. She has to be operated. And the way things are is 50-50. They are not sure. In fact, the baby wasn't even moving. We're having a program. The sister invited her. She came. I picked her up by prophecy. And I told her she would give birth. I gave her the date she would give birth. Gave her the week. Gave her the month. She didn't believe it. When she went back, she gave birth that month, that week, that day. So when they ask her, what will the child say, say Pastor Nobel? <laughs> they were like, the Nobel said, no, Pastor Nobel. What if you don't want to be a pastor? Say, I don't care. His name will be Pastor Nobel. That is how they now name the child Pastor Nobel.
So the child do not have passport. What's your name? Pastor Robert. Are you a pastor? No. Why are you answering Pastor Robert? My mother gave me the name. It's not her fault. The woman was overwhelmed. She had never seen such. I don't have a woman in Obasi. Whatever that happens in the family, they talk. See one prophet to this. Say, call Pastor Robert to confirm. Because of one thing that I, I prophesied on the family and the things scattered everywhere. Say, call Pastor Robert to confirm. If he doesn't confirm it, nobody should take any step. If he says it's true, it's true. If he says it's a lie, then I will follow him. So now, if people trust you that much, you must be careful not to toil with it. And you must keep that thing fresh. If you see yesterday, you didn't see today, then something is wrong. So the pressure, the pressure is high. The pressure on the thing uh, is very terrible. People have sent me things like one little doctor. Hey, Papa, look at this thing. But I said, this is normal thing you should choose and decide now. This is normal thing you should choose. But I understand them. They just want to get direction. And it's a good thing. That is why you need to have this thing so that you can be able to lead your own life. So the next thing, the prophetic door that gives direction. Elisha was able to give direction to the man of the, the king not to fall into problem. Okay, let's read on. Let's read on the scripture. Okay, we didn't finish the last part. Repost the previous one, the last verse before you post the last one. The last one you posted, kindly repost it for me. Then, no, you have gone back to beginning, beginning, no. Well, verse 12, right? Let's get it from verse 11, 12, or 12. NIV. And there the people have not changed, my, changed the language for me. Okay, let's go. It's not us, my Lord, the king. One of the officers replied, Elisha, the prophet in Israel, tells the king of Israel, even the words you speak in the privacy of your bedroom. Go and find out where he is. The king commanded, so I can send troops to seize him. And the report came. No, wait. Somebody who can see what you are saying in your bedroom, you send soldiers to arrest him. Don't you have sense? Are you foolish? Are you foolish? Somebody saw what you, are, you said in your bedroom. And now you're asking them to go and arrest the man. And we know the whole story. They got the, the servant came out in the morning, began to shout, ah, master, let's run they have come. He said, don't worry. They that be with us is more than those that be with them. And when the servant was there, seeing nothing, and the man of God said, okay, God, open his eyes. Hi. Wait. The servant needed to fast to see that. They're not getting it. All the master said was God opened his eyes. He began to see. It didn't take hours, it didn't take minutes. Instantly. I ask God to open your eyes right now. Amen. I ask the Lord to open your ears now, 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 Amen. now, now. Begin to see, begin to hear. Amen. Right now. Amen. Authority. Wait. I have back all Seferetuya Bahasis. 
authority. So men can compress your 20 years and give it to you in one month by authority. They will put your 20 years together, say, take. All right. Some, some things you should note. Some things you should note about the prophetic and the prophet. Number um, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 2. Let me just give you some things you should take caution about. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 2. Then Matthew 7, verse 12. Both of them will be under my first point. Some notes and some cautions and some facts. Help me, help me. 1 Corinthians 13. Verse 2. Nobody have it. Thank you. If I have the gift of prophecy and can phantom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love. I am nothing. I think let me try energy. It's going to be sweet. If I have the gift of prophecy and if I understand all of God's secret plans and possess all knowledge and if I have such faith that I can come and move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. So now, this is what it is. A prophet without love is a disaster. Get me Matthew 7, verse 12. Any prophet you see that is pompous, it's not because they are fake. It's just, I guess, ignorant. They don't even know what they are doing. They allow the gift to take over their head. Anybody operating, maybe you're not a prophet by office, you operate in the prophetic and you don't have love. You are a disaster. Matthew 7, verse 12. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would, that men do to you, do ye even so to them, for this is the law and the prophet. So, if you claim to be a prophet, you claim to prophesy, what you don't want people to do to you, don't do it to them. Looking down on people, insulting people, talking bad against people, and you too want to be able to get um, something good. Now, one of the ways a prophet can be without love is to, to be careless in the prophetic. Are you following me? One of the ways a prophet can be without love is to be careless in the prophetic. Now, you give a prophecy that brought divorce. That's not prophecy. Are you following me? When the Lord opened your eyes to see things that are disgraceful, don't say them like that. Be matured enough to call the person aside and say it. When the person now wants to prove that you don't know what you are saying, okay, bring it public. Oh, that's it for me. Oh, that's it for me. You stole money. I called you. I said, ah, why did you steal? Oh, me? I didn't steal. God forbid. Okay. I will not call everybody. I will not describe how you stole the money. So that by the time we catch you, we will give you to police. <laughs> no, you won't go for free. We will hand you over to police for being stubborn. 
right? So a prophet should be with love. A prophet should be with compassion. Don't just come out and give prophecy that we divorce marriage, that we destroy businesses, that we destroy lives, and all of that. Somebody, you saw somebody committed murder. You saw who the person was. You don't come out. You kill somebody. Are you serious? On live TV, government will come for the person, definitely. Police will come. Will go to court, go to jail. So the person is come. No, you have to know what and what and what happened. If it was, if it's something recent, of course, you can't let the person go like that. You have to make the person go and confess to the family. Oh yeah, that's true worship. Go and call the family, let's talk. If they choose to arrest the person, you should go to jail, face it. It's part of Christianity. Oh yeah, you can't hide, you don't have, you don't hide it. But the first thing to come, how did it happen? Maybe something that happened 30 years ago, 20 years, that's gone. All right, go to God in prayer fast. Uh, but just kill somebody yesterday, came to just today. Charlie, come. Where's the person? Where's the family? Let's talk. Let's call them. You don't hide it. No, that person will be punished. God will punish the person. Now punish the prophet for covering that. So you call the person aside and talk. And talk. Before you now start doing certain things. A lot of people have left church because of prophecies. And some were people who were, who will be, who will be great in the future. Are you getting me? So a prophet or somebody who just sitting, just come in church, hey, I saw you, that you did, you did that. And out of shame, they didn't come to church again. So the next thing that happened is that they now become worldly, start drinking, start smoking. Somebody that would have been a prophet, somebody used prophecy to spoil the person out of church. Uh, nobody hates a prophet like a sinner. Nobody. Any man you see telling the wife don't go to a prophetic church is hiding something. Any woman you see telling the husband don't go to a prophetic church is hiding something. They don't want the person to know. They are afraid that you will tell. <laughs> After I completed the journey, there was this man I met one day and he was so much interested in me. So there was this man of God I used to follow. He was an apostle. So I told him about the man and the man and the apostle said, okay, uh, he would like to meet him. So I told this man that, ah, please, so my pastor said he wants to meet you. And the first question he asked was, is he a prophet? <laughs> <laughs> if he's a prophet, he's not going. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a lot of them here, a lot of ladies here who have told me they are dating. Tell the guy to call. The guy have not called. He didn't go. <laughs> Somebody's asking a question. What of those who are born in Orthodox Church who doesn't believe in prophecy and tongues? Ah, they will suffer now. No, they will suffer. Well, you have to catch that revelation. Hmm? I was born in a church like that. Somebody is asking, Papa, where were you 36 years ago? Ah. I was my father's scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my father's scrotum. It was still doing guy guy then. It was not ready for responsibility. <laughs> That is the fact. You attend Orthodox Church, you don't believe in prophecy and tongues, you suffer. So the things you would have seen 
that God would have saved you from. You will suffer it. Many have died because nobody saw anything. Many are in the hospital. Many will die this week. Some will die today. What are you saying? Can evangelism save them? What kind of evangelism? What kind of evangelism? You see, let me tell you what a lot of us are missing now. Let me tell you what a lot of us are missing. The kind of church or environment, I'm not, I'm not against any church. Any church you attend, stay there. Okay? But now, the problem is you can be in a church where they don't understand these things or they don't teach it. So you, you will not learn. You will rob yourself. So now that you know it, use it for yourself. That is the essence. Use it for yourself. It also, listen, being a prophet or seeing or hearing does not make you a superman, but you have an advantage. Yes, sir. I would have lost a lot. My mother would have been dead. My father would have had stroke by now. My sister would have lost her marriage. She got married not too long. A crisis came into the marriage. Terrible crisis. The husband left home for months. Started staying in the hotel. He had money. Can pay for one year for hotel. Left home, was not coming back. I even let armed robbers broke into their compound the same week. Thank God she was not home. They destroyed almost everything in the house. What happened? The mother-in-law. She didn't tell me. She was there talking to my mother. They were there praying, praying. My mother and asked her, have you spoken to your brother? I said, no. Don't you know he's a man of God? You should tell him. She had been going for prayer in different places. All here and there and there and there and there. She now messaged me. Uh, I want to talk. My mother already called me. I said, I can't get involved until she calls. There's a law to these things. I don't just jump in. Tell her to call. My mother not told her. She now called. I didn't pick. <laughs> she now called. I didn't pick. She, I don't, uh, that message, call, 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 call. I said, drop message. She now sent message. I said, call me. I, I gave her appointment to. She said, you can't call me now. Call me at this time. But she now called. What's going on? I said, no, I said, send voice note first. I said, voice note, please, please, please. I said, call her this time. She called. All right. So now, I, gave, I started giving her names. The funny thing, because I'm the brother, she didn't believe them. She thought somebody told me. Who is this? Say the sister-in-law. Who is this? Say the, the uh, uh, staff at work. Who is this? Say the uh, brother-in-law. Who is this? Say the mother-in-law. Who is this? Say that. Who is that? I said, this, look at this one. This role in this matter. Look at this. Look at this. She didn't believe. I said, okay, now, let me explain. Go to your kitchen. She entered. I said, there's a cabinet here. Go under. Open it. There's an oil, black oil they poured there. She opened it. She shouted, Jesus. I said, leave there. Go to the last door. There's a door at the back, back, back of your house. The last door. Go behind the door. There's something there. Remove it. She moved it. She saw what they kept there. I said, go to your window. Behind the window. Remove something there. Check there. She saw all of the things. That was when she started believing. Even with that, she still didn't believe completely. And that week, my mother was in town, went to greet her. My mother was in town where she was staying, went to see a man of God that is a friend to her. So I carried my sister along. They got there. We were like, ah, there's, there are people fighting you. Look at this name. Look at this name. My brother told me yesterday. Your, grand, your mother-in-law brought some things to the house. See, my brother told me yesterday. I showed me. My mother said, and you, did, you, and you take it for granted. That was when she now got serious. And in a few days, the husband ran back from wherever he was. 
The husband today does not allow the mother-in-law to enter the house again. Mother-in-law will call. Say, my mother is a witch. I know her. Now my eyes are open. She will never come to this house. So that's how marriage would have divorced for one year. I think she was even pregnant then. Would have just divorced and she would go her way. That's why a woman that was like Ella that told me she had she was divorcing. I shook my head. What I saw, if she had, if I had met her a few months ago, that divorce won't work. That marriage would have come back. It wasn't the will of God. So if you are in a place where there is no vision, he said, Where there is no vision, what happened? Where there is no vision, what happened? We just read it just now. Eh? All of you are looking at me. <laughs> Who is this one? It's a blindness star. People perish. So if you are in the place that there's no vision, that is what happens. Perishing. Everything is not by prophecy, but it has its own role to play in our life. It has its own role to play. Had his own run to pray. All right, let me see if I can take some few scriptures more. And um, um, Isaiah three, Isaiah thirty verse ten. Isaiah thirty verse ten. I don't blame pastors who don't see you. And once I've been there, at that point, you jealous everybody that see vision. You hate them. Yeah, they look like they are your problem. And if you have a church around their church, you feel like they are the reason why your church is not growing. But you are the problem. I was there. I was there. So I, I know how, it, how they behave. He said, which say to the seer, see not. And to the prophet, prophesy not unto us right things. Speak unto us smooth things. Prophesy deceit. Let me read the version. They say to the seer, see no more visions. And to the prophet, give us no more visions of what is right. Tell us pleasant things. Prophesy illusions. Please, when you go to a prophet, don't decide what you want the prophet to see. The prophetess is the, is the mind of God. Don't choose what you want to hear. Most of us, you come, you brought two guys. Which one should I marry? John and Paul. Your mind have told you that Paul is the one. So if I tell you it's John, you will say it's fake. Stop carrying what you want to hear in your mind. Come with an open heart. Father, what are you saying? You want to make inquiry? Come to God with an open heart. I think somebody sent me some list of schools yesterday want to pick for the child. Which school should my child go to? I'm in Ghana. The school is in Nigeria. As I closed my eyes, I saw story buildings. I saw one with the side I was standing. I was having a green pit. I said, which school is having story building with a green pit? Say this one. Say, send your child there. That's where God said the child will do well. I've always given this story of a lady that brought four guys. Who child should I marry? And if you are a lady here, you have four guys. Please, share them. <laughs> All right? You have three guys. You have four guys. You don't know who to marry. Please, 
I have some single sisters. I have some single sisters. Don't keep four guys. That is wickedness. Bring, come, let me select one for you. And don't let the less, the rest go. Share them. Send them to me. Share contact. Share number. Don't, don't be stingy. There's love in sharing. And I told her, I said, before we even start, this one is not part of it. He said, it's true. I don't even like him. <laughs> so what did you bring him? What did you bring him at all? And I came. I said, this one is not part. So that one is true. I don't like him. So he was left with two. I said, this one, forget him. This is the one you should marry. She got angry. Because I have touched the one she loved. The one she loved is the one I said she should leave. The one that says she's bad, that one is not romantic. And I thought I would get back to you. I went to God. I said, God, she said she doesn't like the guy. So what can we do? God said, the one she likes, she will die. What happened? God carried me into a vision. I saw the guy drunk, falling into gutter. I saw them, they were able to put things together. They got married. She was pregnant getting ready to go to work. The guy beat her. She bled and died. And I came back. And I said, I'm seeing that this guy you said that is more romantic than you like. He drinks. And it's a thing in the family for about five generations. He said it's true. That the guy even falls into gutter sometimes. They have to go and pick him. So what are you romancing inside somebody that drinks alcohol and fall, in, fall into gutter. He said, no, he's it, 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 changing small, small. He can change. I said, he won't change. It's a bloodline thing. And the pastor, her pastor said she must marry the guy. Her pastor said, that's the will of God. And I told her, hold on, let me tell you why. The guy gives your pastor and the wife money. He said, it's true. I said, there is no God in the world they saw. Sometimes you need somebody who have no personal benefit on your case to see for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've been there. I've been there. I imagine I have a son now giving me plenty of money. And I want to marry my daughter. I will not tell her that it's not the will of God. Uh-uh. <laughs> without, without praying to the will of God, let's pray. Let's see what God can do. Except I see that it is dangerous. Me, I don't care. I don't care about the money again. No, 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 no. You, you, I will cancel it. We will cancel it. So, and I told her, I said, look, 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 look. And I told her, I said, the guy is going to come. He will come. He will kneel down and be begging in public and you will change your mind. He said, no. no. I said, she won't. I said, okay. She called me one month later. Papa, what can we do? <laughs> what happened? You are becoming soft. So the guy came to church on Sunday, knelt down during service in public. Hey. They should help him beg her. They should beg her. Everybody was like, well, the pastor's wife was acting in some way. They say, make your heart strong like wood. Make your heart strong. Don't answer anybody. She will call me again. Papa, are you sure? Papa. Papa. I said, if you call me again, I'm done. Today you call me. I said, today, this is the last thing I will tell you. This, 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 this. If you call me again on this issue, you are finished. I remember when I was being stubborn, God was telling me to resign. I called a mentor. My first time we spoke, he said, this is not what God is saying. I didn't do it. 
after some time, I begin to go through problems. I will send them and say, have you done what God told you? Yes, yeah. uh, sir. Uh, I haven't done it, uh, sir, because of this thing. After some point, I will call and say, sir, I feel like I have to do it. do it. It got to a point, I was to call him, and the God said, if you call him, this is the last day he will talk to you mm-hmm. on this issue. I didn't take the, I didn't make the call. I left it until one day I was fed up. I pray, 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 pray. Everything in my ear was resigned. Everything in my eyes was leave. Until I thought Papa appeared to me, say, what are you doing here? And the real vision was much. And I, I called him. He said, all right, so now before you talk, God said that today is the last day I should talk to you about this issue. I busted into laughter. I heard it a year ago. I didn't call him again. So I only sent my seed, send message, good morning, good afternoon. I was sending my seed, but I didn't talk. I busted. said, today is the last day God has to talk to you. After today, I should never talk to you again on this issue. And I told him, I said, look at, look at, look at, look at. He said, you know what to do already. Go ahead and do it and that's all. So sometimes we get overwhelmed because of our person and all of that. So this way I'm going to stop on this topic and let's get into prayer. The meeting will restart in 30 seconds. If you have a question, I will take your questions and let's pray. That's why I'm ending now. If not, it's gone. So the meeting will restart in 30 seconds. Let's get connected. If you have a question, once we get back, send in your questions. I will take all of them. So we're going to deal later on visions, trance, and dreams. Then we will deal on types of prophets. 